Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to Chip Chipperoo again. Yes, you have. Hello. For those of you who do not like the Chip Chipperoo, it's here. It's staying. It's not going anywhere. We'll see. We got the nicest review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, my God. We do we, just loving these reviews people are giving us. It and was so nice. So delightful. And it was so genuine. And they did not care much for the chip chip roux. But they said but it they in were the so most kind polite way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, they were like, I hope I do get on board. Look, but I, maybe I, not. I think like any any good um character on a TV show or something, you, you gotta like you can't love them a hundred percent. It's true. Like Michael Scott. The chip chip is like Michael Scott. Yes. You love him, but he's got some rough edges and there's some things that make you cringe. That's what the chip chip is. That is, exa- <laughs> that is exactly what it's like. Thank you. Yeah, that's how I describe it. Yeah. Um, hey, we're here. We're recording a podcast episode about Bob's Burgers and the end credits of Bob's Burgers. But, Skyler's here. I'm here. But biscuits I, here. I think. Do you want to say something? Yes. Okay. I think we should talk about the beginning credits for just a little bit. Already. Right now. Yeah. Okay. What wow. do you mean already? Well, well, you're throwing this podcast into gear and upside down. I guess we never talk about that beginning credits. Well, you found and recommended a great episode of a podcast to me that Lauren Bouchard was on. Yes, and let I just thought it'd be cool to pick out some highlights from what we learned. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone out there listens to the podcast Song Exploder. I'm sure they do. It's very. I'm sure you do. It's a very popular podcast, but. Basically, what the show is, is they get artists, musicians who have written songs that are popular or people know, and they get them to tell the story behind it and break down how they created that song. Yeah. And Lauren Bouchard did one for the Boz Burgers theme, which is just delightful. And there's so many more layers that you don't realize that he put into the theme above that ukulele sound. 
It's really cool. I'd highly recommend listening to it. But if you don't want to listen to it, let's just tell our highlights. My favorite part of it, because you know I love the ushy-gushy feeling stuff, is Lauren wrote this theme song. And he wrote it in, like, the demo pilot phase um, of the creation of Bob's Burgers. Um, He played it on this ukulele that i believe he got at a flea market I yeah think. he said something like that he likes to collect instruments eBay. that he gets yeah that he gets in weird places that are not like official and aren't super expensive um so him playing this ukulele in san francisco before he moved to los angeles for this show is the actual recording that you hear Every time you put on Bob's Burgers. To this day. They to kept this day. it. Yeah. So they could have hired a fancy Los Angeles team to re-record it. But it's Lauren. And he was saying that, like, that's part of the show. It's um, homey and sweet. And um, as someone else said on the episode, a little weird. So I love that little Easter egg. It's a perfect theme. What about you? And that's so nice. Do you have any highlights from that podcast? I just, like I said, like the the different layers of, there's, he said that at a certain point there's like, I think it's drums or something that you can't even hear, but mm-hmm. he keeps them in there because he knows they're there, which is fun. And it's fun to hear the different layers kind of like build up into this song that we're so used to hearing. And now when you listen to it after hearing this podcast, you hear different things that you probably didn't hear before. I think it kind of finally 100% put our little... uh is Louise doing making a ah, noise or is it a laser noise? It's a laser noise. Definitely a laser noise. Yeah. Um, Which I've already, you know, we came to before that conclusion episodes and episodes and episodes ago, but still, I'd like to hold on to it. My favorite thing is that because you get to hear the instruments just solo, they like kind of break apart the song. Lauren, you. It's like a bass, which I I think he means a bass guitar, and he's using a bow on the bass guitar, and it is the saddest, most somber, melancholy sound. And he's like, you throughout the episode, he's talking about the optimism of this show, which I could not agree with more. Like this is a show that uplifts, even if it's funny and weird. But he wanted to add dimension and layer. To the opening credits. So there's this really sad uh, instrument that you would not know was in there. But he also wanted to represent the other dimensions of the show as well. So I loved that as well. And I just want to say that if you'd like to hear Skylar and I talk about the opening credits in detail, you can go, as we mentioned this before, you can go track down my other podcast, Credit Score. That's not Credit Score. It's Credit Score. And Skylar joined me and my co-host Gary on an episode about the Bob's credits, opening credits, where we go through them and we kind of like dissect them. Uh, I think I might post that here on yeah. our feed as well. But until we, I Put do that, yeah, until I do that, you can track it down or DM us and I'll send it to you on Instagram. <laughs> that sounds easier. <laughs> Bob's credits on Instagram and, and Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Before we do anything at all. Ever. Ever, ever. (laughs) You know what we have to do first. We've got some new Patreon subscribers to burger upon their names. I'm so excited. It's part of what they get when they pay $5, and it's a lot of fun. We love doing it, and 
should we do some of them? Let's do it. Okay. First up, we have to thank Gabrielle Self. Thank you, Gabrielle. Thank um, you. It means the world to us Truly. that you're along for the ride. Your burger pun name is officially the Gabri Elbow Macaroni Burger. I love that. Okay. Now, do you think it's like a patty made of elbow 100%. macaroni or just macaro- elbow macaroni on top put in like a... Like a Hawaiian? Yeah. Like a macaroni salad? Oh, yeah. Like a Hawaiian like a, thing? Like a loco moco? Uh, like a loco moco. I was thinking there was that trend a while back where it was like mac and cheese burger patties, but I like that on top of like a burger patty. That's what I would do. Like so, Stover's mac and cheese on top of a burger. Hello. I hope Gabrielle likes elbow macaroni. I hope so, too. I elbow, clearly do. Uh, elbow macaroni seems like something you could just like eat and eat and eat and never fill up on. Okay. I'm going to try it after this. Okay. okay. Our next Patreon subscriber is Jennifer Schaefer. Oh, I jumped in and did this one. Oh, Skylar punned your name, Jennifer. Thank you so much for subscribing. Jennifer, thank you. It truly really means so much to us. We're so excited. Okay, so hit us with Jennifer's new burger pun name. Okay, so hopefully this is punny enough for you. You're the pun king, so if I don't do well enough, let me know. But I'm very excited about this. We have the Jennifer Shaved Er Truffle Burger. I like that. Shaved truffles. If you have never had a truffle burger from Umami Burger, you're missing out. Uh, Bob's Burger would not like you promoting another burger restaurant, but that's fine. I would like to put the shaved truffle on top of the elbow macaroni. Yes, because you know keep- what goes with truffle, goes well with truffle, is um, pasta. Mm. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We have one final Patreon subscriber to thank. That is Courtney Zimprich. Okay, I'm curious to see where this goes, Max, with your burger pun. Thank you, Courtney, by the way. Courtney Zimprich, your new burger pun name is the Courtney Shrimprich Burger. Shrimp rich. It's it's full of shrimp. It's it's. Do you think the patty shrimp? I'm still like, or is it topped with shrimp? Ooh, I'm 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 getting like a Cajun topped? feel. Maybe it's like a, a like a, a turf, surf and turf. surf and turf burger. I love that shrimp rich. I, I love it. I love I love <laughs> I love a shrimp rich meal. Love it. Thank you, Courtney. We're so excited to have and you with us. Is Courtney and our first Bob's Burgers named patron? Like we have a character named Courtney and Bob's. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm We'd not have sure. to yeah. have to go look at the list. Uh-huh. But I am sure Courtney is way more delightful than, than Courtney Wheeler. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You Anyways. guys love having all of you on board. Go subscribe on Patreon. Oh, um, I have something to say. Oh, okay. Max and I did this draft thing that we've already told you what it is. Like we like draft these Bob's burger character filled teams. And then our Patreons or our patrons get to tell us who won this specific draft. Whose team. Yeah. I would like everyone to know that I am the reigning champion for one episode for one episode. There might have been an episode that's gone up already by now. The second draft we've done. The second draft is, The theme, the one I won was Desert Island. The next episode that's going up on our Patreon is 
bowling team. Tuesday, I think it was a Tuesday night bowling team. Very specific yeah, night bowling Tuesday team. Yeah, Tuesday night bowling team. I'm a little worried about how my draft, how my team will perform. Uh, I, need, I need a serious comeback. I need to win this one because yeah. I got blown away in that first one. Anyway, if you want to listen to that episode when it comes out, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. You got to subscribe to our $5 tier. You get that, you know, so many other things as well, as you'll see when you're on there. We'd love to have you there, and we'd love to have you vote on whose team is better on the next draft. You can even still go back and vote on our Desert Island right now if you go subscribe. Don't try and change the score, bud. I I would vote for Max on the Desert (laughs) Island if I were you, Um, but my team isn't very good. Let's do some puns. Yeah. It's time for a little Bob Pun or Max pun. Skylar, are you ready for your first pun? I am ready. Okay. Your first pun is, your crest is on my list. Comes with watercress. Bob. Yes. Because your your crest is on my list. Your next pun is son of a peacher man burger. Max Miller. Why are you guessing me? Because we heard that playing when we were cooking yesterday. And I knew you would <gasps> think that. Saboteur. That is a Bob pun. Oh. Well done, Max. Your next pun, Skylar, is the buffalo wing around the Rosie Burger. Mm. Max? You sure about that? Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay, you're right. <laughs> and your final pun is the Macaulay Flower Culkin Burger. Are you trying to trick me again? We just, we love Home Alone in this house, so, but I'm going to go, Max. Ah, yes. I knew you were trying to okay. trick me, and so I wasn't tricked. He just did a cameo on Righteous Gemstones, so he was fresh in my brain, I guess, yeah. but he's always in my, he pops up in my brain, I think next to you and Biscuit. It's Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, he's probably like third in line for some reason. And then the month of December, forget it. Oh, leading up to it, even yeah, November. November. I'm like Teddy with how Teddy wears his Santa sh- sweatshirt for like three months out of the <laughs> year. Does. I'm like, yeah, I'm like Home Alone conversations three months out of the year it's at true. least. You just post like a bunch of Home Alone memes, which I think are all delightful. So. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I like to think that there's a whole like crew of kids who grew up in the early 90s who were have this like weird like Macaulay Culkin lives in your brain. I I totally think there is. Okay. Well, um, if if you're out there, let's talk a little Macaulay Culkin. You know where to find me. Should we get into this episode? Yes. You know why? Why? This was a fantastic episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into that because it really is. Skylar, can we have... You were petting Biscuit and he was like, no. He just like <laughs> pulled away. He was like, no, thank you, mom. Can we have the title and synopsis for season five, episode 19, please? Absolutely. The title is Housetrap. When Linda offers to deal with some outdoor furniture at one of Teddy's clients' beach houses, the whole Belcher clan accidentally takes a peek inside the house. Naturally, this leads to Linda and Louise thinking the lady of the house, Helen, killed her husband. Teddy doesn't like this theory as he has a major crush on Helen. Bob is ambivalent because he is high on pain pills. Classic Belchers. Absolutely. This episode came out on May 10th, 2015. It was written by Dan Feibel and directed by Jennifer Coyle and Bernard Derriman. Ooh, fun. Double. They teamed up. I love it. Coyle and Derriman just becoming the new 
Sherlock and Holmes. That's the first duo that popped up in my head. Who would who would be your duo? I don't know why Sherlock and Holmes. Well, now I'm just thinking Sherlock. No, that's not even right. You're Sherlock just Holmes talking. I'm over sorry, me a but lot. It's, it's Sherlock Holmes, not Sherlock and Holmes. I don't know. It's Sherlock and Watson. Oh, idiot. Okay. Okay. Who's your duo? I'm over it. I'm over it. Hollow Notes. That's a better one. You just keep talking. Yeah. Well, it's a podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I don't know their names, but the duo from, because we're doing like detective, like murder mystery stuff in this episode today. So I, that the show, The Killing, the, um, oh, yes. I don't know their names, but she has red hair and great sweaters. Yeah. But it's Joel Kinnaman is, the lead guy and he's yeah. got a great name and i can't think of what his name is it's like holder Boogie. holder holder is that it yeah yeah okay oh. anyway wow we're all over the place today i think why i was going sherlock holmes is because it's a mystery that's, you know yeah that's what i but was i thinking. really really blew that you really botched it okay let's talk about this episode we've said that we love this episode i think i loved it a lot more the second time I don't remember being as good as it was. I don't know if sometimes we've we watched these episodes like late and we're like both falling asleep or, or what. Or we watched like three in a row and so you don't like appreciate it. This is a phenomenal episode. I would say it might fall into the category like amazing underrated episodes. Top ten? Yeah, sure. Top five? I, I don't I have to watch like the whole series and pick out the top ma- six. I don't know, Max. <laughs> Skylar and Max, that's a duo. That sure is. <laughs> I loved this episode. What did you love about it, Max? So many things. First of all, I love the house. I think the house is a character on its own. Yes. I I heard on the behind the scenes on YouTube of this episode that they actually went to like a, <laughs> a similar beach house that looked like this to like get all the detail down and like... <laughs> If I was a writer on the show, I'd be like, I'd be like, excuse me, I need to like, yes, a two weeks paid vacation at this Let's beachfront the, home. The Berkshires. Yes, I have to get every detail perfect. Not, not the Berkshires, uh, Hamptons. The Hamptons. Yeah, Let's fly go. all the way across the country. Yes, first class, please. So I love the house. Yes, I think they did a great job with. It. I think it looks just like that kind of house should, and even like all the rooms and stuff they got perfect. I love Linda and Louise teaming up to try and figure out this mystery and how Louise is like what Linda actually wants to be doing, but Linda has to be a mom at the same time. (laughs) So as long as Louise suggests something, Linda goes, oh yeah, we should do that. (laughs) Whereas she can't suggest it herself because she's the mom. She can't be, it's, I love her letting Louise be the kind of like the, the troublemaker. This is another example. We don't get a ton of like Linda and Louise power team moments. And this is just phenomenal. Perfect team up for this. There's, there's a duo. There is a duo. Linda and Louise. Right there. I love Bob all the way through this episode, even before he's high. Like, obviously, it's very funny when he's high, but he, when he comes into the house and, well, first of all, (laughs) I thought the part was really funny when he's reading the, like, yachting magazine. Yeah. (laughs) Because when you, like, surround yourself with stuff like that, you're like, Yes, maybe we should buy a boat. It's maybe. like that classic meme of the cat holding the magazine and it says, I should buy a boat. Oh, I, I don't know that meme. Oh, it's a great meme. We'll post it on our oh, Instagram for this week. Oh, we should do something week. with Bob and the cat. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Um, so I love 
I love Bob, but then when he goes into the what what's the room called? The game like, room. The game room. Yeah. And he is so proud of his pool playing skills. He is just being such a dad, and I think it's hysterical. Yeah. Especially because he's like, I'm so good at this, and he's not good at all. <laughs> he's like, what? Is, he's like, oh yes, the pool stick is is warped. Yeah, and he's like, no, I don't think so. It's pretty straight to me. <laughs> so good, and then he's particularly lovable when he's high on pain pills and completely useless. It's all good, and then also the the mystery of first of all, Helen is great. Yes. Voice by, do you have any guesses? Do you uh-uh. know? You didn't, it didn't stand mm-hmm. out to you? Caitlin Olsen from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. What? She plays Sweet D. I wish you had told me that before we watched it. I th- well, I didn't want to say it because I thought you would notice because I think her. Yeah. Now you can watch it. You would, you'd be She's like, oh yeah, of course that's voice. her. Yes. Great little cameo and great performance. Uh, Helen's hilarious. And I love that you're like, don't know if she did it or not until we kind of get the reveal at the end that she did. That moment with Bob is so funny. He's like, I know why you buried this hammer this and nails. Toolbox, yeah, so that Teddy can come over and take care of all the, <laughs> the the handyman stuff. Can I tell you my favorite line from this episode? Yeah, because there's a bunch of them, so please do. So Linda and Helen are up on the rainy rooftop, and... Louise is sure, you know, this woman's a murderer, so she's going to go and, like, rescue her mom. So she jumps on Helen, and Helen is like, ah, the scratches. And Linda goes, I'm sorry, she won't let us trim her nails. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I just love, I I just immediately picture Linda and Bob and Louise in the bathroom, like, trying to cut a deal. Like, we... We're going to trim your nails. We will give you two hours of TV or like just whatever. Like, just like Louise the Dentist. Yes. And just like that's also a callback, I feel like, to Mutiny on the Windbreaker oh. where Louise gets her nails sharpened into their claws <laughs> and she clackly clacks around. It's just iconic. I, I love that girl so much. Yeah, so that was one of my favorite lines. But this is a heavy hitter on, on the one-liners. Yeah, lots of, you know, sometimes you watch Bob's and it's like a chuckle here and there. Mm-hmm. Lots of really like laugh out loud moments in this episode. Absolutely. Everyone's bringing their A game, I feel like. I love that she ends up, she turns out to be a murderer. Just super fun. Still not 100%. Like, there's still not 100%. I don't know if it's. Yeah, if this were an episode of Lost. Oh, here that'd we go. Be the I, was wondering, I was wondering how long into <laughs> into this podcast before some one of us mentioned lost. I'm so sorry. It was no, it was a lot. We're we're like 20 20 20 ish minutes in, and I thought it would be much sooner. Well, Skylar and I are doing a watch of Lost right my now. First. Skylar's never seen it. I am rewatching since the first time it aired. We're having a blast. It is so much fun because they would want you to think that it was her toolbox but then next week we would learn that we got it all wrong that the toolbox is magnetic now we won't get into it in case anyone's <laughs> has not watched loss so this actually uh, i forget their name but we had someone on instagram reach out and say are there any episodes that you want a sequel to 
So DM us and tell us if, are there any episodes that you want a sequel to? For, um, the person who DM'd us, it was, uh, Eat Spray Linda because Linda says, I want to do this for my birthday every year so we could have like another version of her being dropped off somewhere without her keys. I think this is the sequel I want. Oh, I agree. I think that'd be so much fun. It's like, so much fun. So set up for, a perfect scenario just have her get into some kind of she asked for it this time and just yeah maybe teddy and her officially start dating and they're like worried about him being killed off or something teddy and linda start dating no helen oh oh no i'm so confused okay i'm sorry i thought you were saying a sequel to eat spray linda oh i'm sorry so their pick was eat spray linda my pick is i would love a sequel to house well helen comes back she does. And I can't remember what happens just yet. I don't like that episode yet. as much. We'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. I think Eat Spray Linda, let's drop – let's have – she wants to be dropped off somewhere. Like, <laughs> So they drop her off and she wants everything to go wrong. But let's say everything's going right. So <laughs> the kids and Bob have to make certain things go wrong so Linda can like – Louise is like on it. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I love it. Um, And there's a sweet family moment at the end. You would ruin my day for me, Linda uh, says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I do love less. Yes, anytime we can get Helen in and her mystery and her murderous ways, potentially Black Widow. Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Anything else I want to talk about? I got just a couple fun facts, nothing crazy. Okay. One big fun fact is that this episode was not originally called Housetrap. It was originally called A View to a Spill. Oh, I Which love is a it. parody of the James Bond film. Uh, it was Roger Moore when he was playing Bond. It was his last Bond film in 1985. Mm-hmm. And just the other fun fact I have for you is that Dan Feibel, who wrote this episode, won the Writers Guild of America Award for television animation for this episode. See, so we weren't the only episode. ones to think it was a great episode. The Writers Guild agreed with us. I love it. I'd like to think we influenced them, even though this is way after he yeah. won the award. That's lovely. Also, unofficial fun fact, I think that Helen looks like the writer, the Bob's Burger writer, writer Nora Smith. Oh, do you think they've used her for like dance moves before? Do you think yeah. they used her as a... I don't know. Also, you said you weren't going to do this fun fact, but like, you know, I love some celebrity goss. Is this about Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> no. Okay. It, you say it. There is a writing there. There's some love on the Bob's Burger. There's lots of love. There's lots of <laughs> lots of couples and stuff. But apparently, John Schrader and Nora Smith are married. Aw, can you add a Linda? Aw, oh, of course. Aww. We have no idea the circumstances, but we are going to pretend that they met on Bob's Burgers, and Bob's Burgers just put so much love into the world. They were like. Let's say they were working on an episode together, mm-hmm. and they just got closer, and a little flirty line here, a little flirty line there, and they just... And he was like, so how would Linda dance? And she'd be like, she'd dance like, a little bit like this. A wonk, a wonk, a wonk. Yeah. And, and then, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have to switch gears really fast. Okay, so we're doing a giveaway with uh, Striptease Bob pretty soon, and so I was like getting the landing page the sign up landing page ready and because i'm dyslexic i had to google strip tees because i didn't want to write stripe tees and i needed to make sure if it was one word or two words so i google it demi Moore movie N- yes that did come up and okay. it, it taught me that movie title taught me that it is one word but the first thing that came up was uh wiki how strip tees Oh, so so what are what are the steps? (laughs) So of course I had to click on it. Yeah, it is like pure comedy genius. Should I pull it up? You can if you want. I I do. I really (laughs) think this is important, and this is this is the tangent we should go on. These are the steps. Okay. Step one: put on a pretty set of undergarments or lingerie underneath your clothes. (laughs) Step two: dress in clothes that are comfortable and easy to take off. Okay, so you put the sexy lingerie underneath, like, a heavy sweatsuit? Yeah, sure. An oversized sweatsuit? Yeah. Okay. okay, but I like to think it's Bob reading this okay. before he performs number for Linda. Th- number three, go for a costume if you and your partner are into role-playing. And the costumes they have are, like, an animated Catwoman 
and Black Widow, it looks like, from the Avengers. The illustrations are not sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Four, slip on a pair of sky-high stilettos that elongate your legs. First of all, they're assuming that the woman wants to do the striptease, which is unfair. I know. Especially in Bob's situation here. Yeah. Step five, wear your hair in a tasseled bedhead style. That's my favorite one. (laughs) Does it say something about make sure you have tendrils? Let's see here. Um, yes, with a few face framing tendrils. <laughs> and it's got like this. First of all, this is looks like the most difficult hairstyle to do. It's not simple. It's not. This it's like is, the Meghan Markle. Let me see it. It looks like six people were working on the back of her head. Oh, my God. It's like a wedding updo. <laughs> Step six. Play up either your eyes or lips with makeup if you want extra drama. <laughs> I like drama. Oh, then it gets into method two, setting the scene. Okay, so this is really long. We can't get into too much more, yeah. but but then it's putting on a show. The, my- Wait, I'm going to go through some of the show here. <laughs> okay. Ask your partner to sit in the chair and gently tie their hands behind it. Whoa, I was like, I was shocked by that. I didn't know that, like, tying of the hands was it's absolute important. first. I just want to say the animation here is a... Per, a woman whispering into her husband's ear, but the the speech bubble is a in it. It just has a little heart in it. <laughs> Step two: Run your hands over your body as you sway your hips in smooth circles. Step three: Maintain a sexy facial expression, including eye contact as you dance. <laughs> That's why I love that one. The animated. I can't even like. Please Google this, people, because the face they drew for this is hilarious. Step four, remove your outerwear one piece at a time, teasing with peaks of skin. Step five, set one foot on the chair to roll off your stockings if you're wearing them. Step six, turn away from your partner to take off your bra. Step seven, slip off your underwear, toying with the edges as you do. (laughs) That's my favorite. And that's where it ends. That's it. (laughs) So you're just like naked in your shoes. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) There we go. Everyone out there knows how to do a strip tease. Go to it. Enjoy. Did that entertain you as much as it entertained me what what an exciting tangent to have gone down if you are using WikiHow to educate yourself on a strip tease i think just put on a song and dance and do your best bob call up bob yeah he Uh, made linda so happy let's be clear yeah i don't think i don't think you need to go to WikiHow to learn how to like rotate your hips i think we all know how to do that yeah well, bob knew how to well do it. i didn't know you needed tendrils okay i didn't know you needed tendrils so i learned something step four hire 43 people to do your hair and make sure that there are tendrils dropping down <laughs> framing your face unbelievable okay all right okay i think we need to get into these end credits I don't think you so think too. the last few moments are the the Belchers and Teddy are leaving the house, and Helen is seeing them off. Okay, see you soon. Helen, another pill. Be safe. Give me another pill. Here you go. Bye-bye. Thank you. Don't kill anyone. No, you got it. What a sweetheart. Oh, let's go break into someone's lake house. I'm falling for Helen, and there's no telling. What happened there? Talk about a tonal shift. Yeah. So, we get the classic end credits. And uh, the girls are prepping. Bob is cooking, scratching his butt, and we get a delightful kind of folksy song. Yeah, what sung by it? Teddy himself. In the window, what do we see? Teddy is 
I, not slow dancing. What, what kind of dancing would you call that? They're 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 holding Italian dancing. Okay, I, whatever that means. With Helen, <laughs> it's proper like waltz grip. Yeah, they're dancing in the restaurant through the service window. I guess Helen has now come to visit the restaurant. Well, Linda, when they're leaving in Invites the car, her. she's like, "You should, you and Teddy should come and yeah. have dinner." And Teddy's like, "What? What? Yeah, okay." So she this this is I guess we're assuming she did maybe a couple days later, a couple weeks, made a little drive down the coast, and maybe she's uh scouting out her next Black Widow project. I hope it's not Teddy. Hope it's not Teddy. Uh, I don't think he's rich enough. I don't think he's rich enough. But you know what? He could be one of those people that he's like, well, I've just been saving all my money for. You're right. Ever. You're right. Maybe it's just been <laughs> piling up. and He just hasn't yeah. used it at all. Yeah. It yeah. could be. Yeah. His one treat is a burger a day. He could have enough. You're right. Or she knows that Mr. Fish Odor owns this building. Oh, bump into that could be a Mr. good one Fish. because you know he's he um hasn't met or hasn't uh paired up with the most um pure of women. That's true. So maybe she's scouting it out for fish odor. Yeah, she seems very into dancing around in a restaurant with Teddy. I, I mean, I would dance with Teddy. I, I would do not enjoy that. Or, or. She really likes Teddy and wants to go on a date with him and dance. Yeah, maybe maybe she's not always just about the kill. Maybe she does want to. Killers can, like, need feel, love too. Yeah, she wants to. She wants to be wined and dined and yeah, you know, loved. Man, wine and dine me with a burger anytime. Deal. Just how far a fella can fall for a sure-footed, strong-armed, wild-eyed widow like Helen. They're just having a blast. They're dancing. They're dancing all through the restaurant. So it looks like they went from in between the window and the counter. Yeah. And then back a little bit further. Back behind the booths. They love doing that on these credits. Yeah. And Louise has put the burger in the window. Linda has made her appearance. We're not, we're unclear if that burger is for Teddy and. Helen, or if it's for another customer who's in there watching Teddy and Helen dance around and sing. We know Linda fancies herself a matchmaker. Yeah, she doesn't seem to care about what's going on in in the restaurant behind her this time. Yeah, maybe she's done done her good deed and... You think she'd be watching watching them with her hands clasped together? Yeah, that's true. Do you think Teddy is whispering to Helen with a speech bubble that has a heart in it? (laughs) Like so, I just googled something. Do I? I don't have much hair, but if I did, I would make some tendrils frame my f- my face. <gasps> um, or is this in Teddy's head? Could be. For a frolicking fall for a pill popping home wrecking long neck widow like Helen. Pill popping. Oh, I love the voices. Yeah, I figured I'd just let it play so yeah. we can hear Teddy's full song. Mm-hmm. Teddy seems really good at this dance, so it is either in his head or he's really good Ooh. at dancing. No, he's not good at dancing. Remember, Linda had to teach him how to dance for that wedding? So maybe this is in his head. Or Linda's lessons really worked. Either way. Maybe this is in Linda's head. Who knows? Do you want to hear the lyrics to I'm Falling for Helen? Very much, because you can't quite get 
All of them. There's a lot going on, yeah. and the music is really loud, and you're right. Right, there's like other vocals coming in, and there's like horns and stuff. I was talking over it. It was a mess. That's what we do on this podcast, though. So get over it. Here are the lyrics. To I'm falling for Helen. I'm falling for Helen. Uh huh. And there's no telling. Mm hmm. Just how far a fella can fall for a sure-footed, strong-armed, wild-eyed widow like Helen. Oh, okay. And it's ba ba da da ba dum. Okay, great. <laughs> There's no telling just how far a fella can fall for a pill popping, home wrecking, long necked widow like Helen. Long neck, huh? Mm hmm. And uh, more ba da 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 bum bum bumps. I'm falling for Helen. All right. Theory. Yeah. I think this might be Linda's imagination. Okay. Teddy Why? doesn't feel that way about her he wouldn't call her like pill popping a murderer okay you're wild eyed right. i don't see teddy talking about I her mean, like doesn't that say she's a murderer but she does say home wrecking yeah you're right this might be linda's take yeah she's imagining that she put those two together because she loves being a matchmaker but she still you know has these all pre these preconceived ideas about helen so, it's uh, Linda's thoughts and Teddy's voice, maybe. I'm I'm with you there. I think that's what we're dealing with here. Here's a end credits fun fact for <gasps> you. This is the first end credit sequence to feature Linda's V-neck collar. As we mentioned, <laughs> Linda officially switched to a V-neck a couple episodes ago. This is the first appearance of it in the end credits. Whoa, a big day for us here on Bob's credits. Mm -hmm. Highlights, lowlights for these end credits, Skylar. I did not hear on the first three times I watched these credits, the voices that come in, like almost angelic. Mm -hmm. They're great. They're really good. Um, I like the folksy song and I like these credits more. I like our theory. I have to say that might be one of my highlights. What are your highlights? What are your lowlights? My highlight is definitely that this was a song specifically for the credits. We don't hear this at any point. Nor a lot of times they take a song that someone sang and kind of make it more musical. Yeah. This is, unless it was like cut from the episode, which I didn't see in any of the behind the scenes, but maybe. This didn't feel like a musical episode. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that they did it just for the end credits. Me too. I love Bonus that. Point. I love seeing Teddy have a little romance, whether it's Linda's head or his head or whatever. I love seeing him. Helen seems to be enjoying herself and good for Teddy. I also have to say that Bob is extremely mean to Teddy behind closed doors in this episode. He's He basically says, like, no one would fall in love with Teddy. Bob can be mean to Teddy. I know. It's, fair, it's very upsetting. Yeah, it's okay. There's something going on inside him. <laughs> Lowlights? Just that I think we could have maybe had one one more thing maybe going on from the episode. You know, everyone else is kind of like doing their own thing, doing the normal things. Yeah. All the, all the belchers are. So I don't know if maybe Bob is is passed out still from his pills. He's lying in yeah, like, or by, the, by, by the stove. And so one of the kids is standing on him having to cook, man, the stove. Yeah. I don't know if that translates well enough that yeah. that's what's going on. But Oh, that's funny. I like that. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. I have my number locked in, but you go first. I'm going to give it an eight. I am H's. giving it a seven. Okay. Tell me. I just thought this episode was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't have that like, 
Ah, this is like amazing. Yeah, I think I'm taking the episode into it. And I really just appreciate the song written for Mm -hmm. it. I think it's a hilarious song. It is. I totally Um, agree. I love hearing Teddy sing songs. I think he should sing every song. Okay, I'll I'll bump it up to 7.5 because I, ever since Teddy sang, um, what was that song with his hammer in the credits? Oh, the Natalie Merchant song. Yeah. Ever, I, anytime Teddy's singing. So I'll bump it up just for Teddy. Yeah. Great voice and an original song. And I think that carries most of it, my scoring for me. But I also, yeah. again, I also like seeing Teddy happy and dancing and with a woman who seems to be just as happy to be dancing with him. I agree. Joy for Teddy is beautiful. Yeah. Whether it's a dream sequence or not, it's enjoyable to see. Also, we learned that like Teddy is like fully booked up. I think he might be like, maybe this is my fan theory that we'll do on Patreon. Mm -hmm. I think he might be secretly rich. I like that. Let's do that episode. Ooh, really? Yeah. Okay. Subscribe to our Patreon because we're going to do a fan theory. Is Teddy secretly rich? We're going to do some detective work. We're going to be Sherlock and Holmes ourselves. What a perfect way to end this episode. That doesn't even make sense. I like it. I like it. Maybe it's that we're both together. We're Sherlock Holmes. We're but one separately, person. we're not. Separately together. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Those were the end credits to House Trap or A View to a Spill, if you want to call it that. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Bob's Credits, as we mentioned. Leave us a review anywhere well, you're listening. We love reading your reviews. I cannot even tell you how amazing it makes us feel. So We get um, so much joy from them, yeah. Please yeah. please continue to review. If you haven't, take some moment or two. It really doesn't take long at all. And if, like, if you just like love this podcast and have listened for so long and just haven't gotten around to it, we'd love to see the review. We'd love to hear from you it really helps us out it helps us keep going you know sometimes it can feel like we're talking to ourselves (laughs) if that makes sense so we we really enjoy reading those anything else you want to say before we get out of here i could say stay safe stay safe stay safe is always a good one just in general (laughs) please stay safe Mm -hmm. we we love y'all so stay safe okay and don't go go walking on any widow's walks or whatever that thing's called (laughs) Okay, let's go get some lunch. Alright. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.